Welcome, everybody, to the Pirate People Podcast. It's a podcast for and about different people connected to North Central Missouri College and the Pirates. I am your host, Rick Cole of Pirates Digital Media. Our guest today is an NCMC graduate, Jason Orr, one of the original members of Pirates Digital Media and a golfer for the Pirates, who has gone on to study and work in broadcasting at the University of Central Missouri, as well as continuing to pursue a career in country music. Jason will join us in just a moment, but first, a couple of notes on one of my favorite causes, Pirates Digital Media. Basketball season starts in about a month, and Pirates Digital Media will have online television from all Pirates women's and men's game this season, and just between you and me, we're working on a schedule of road games as well. If you haven't seen our production in the past, we provide multi-camera coverage along with interviews with coaches and players, replays are part of our production, and even some semi-professional broadcast announcing from yours truly, and all produced by uh, largely North Central. Missouri College students. Check the schedule out at piratesdigitalmedia.com. It is posted now. Speaking of our live online events, we now syndicate our broadcasts from Pirates Digital Media to our Pirates Digital Media Facebook page, Pirates Digital Media Live on YouTube, and on Instagram. And we still haven't quite decided on the former Twitter platform, now known as X. To me, it doesn't really seem to be going in the direction we want it to go, but, well, we'll figure it out soon. And as always, you can watch events on demand at piratesdigitalmedia.com. Just click on the On Demand tab. Well, it's time now for the Pirate People Podcast, and this week's guest is Jason Orr, one of the OGs of Pirates Digital Media, here on the Pirate People Podcast. Jason, let's start out by, just give us a timeline of, of what you've been doing since your graduation from North Central. Yeah, so uh, the moment I left uh, North Central, uh, I ended up going to Missouri State for a semester, and uh went into journal and the actual major there was journalism for that one. And turned out I really wasn't a fan of it. That just wasn't a fan of the university or just some of the classes. And then I uh, ended up transferring to uh, the university of central Missouri, which is where I am now here in uh, Warrensburg. And uh, from there, I kind of switched my major. It stayed pretty similar, but uh, it went from journalism to digital media production with an emphasis on sports broadcasting and uh, kind of changed my outlook on everything within the major. A lot of, I've, I've had so many great experiences here at Warrensburg. So definitely been having a good time. I'm in my last year and I'm working now for the college, uh, part of my degree still uh, as an assistant to uh, the head engineer for sports broadcasting here at the college. So yeah, things are going really great right now. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about that job because, like you said, it is it's it's part of your degree, but it's also not a classroom experience. It's it's an actual job. What is what does an assistant engineer do? So uh, my main uh, daily task is usually uh, I'll, I'll usually come in in the morning and look right at my boss, and we'll either have a list or I'll ask him what 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 needs to get done today, and then that can always vary from going to our in life studio to work on something or uh, go to our production truck and uh, 
something's going on with, let's say, a cable or a, a SDI cable or a camera or something, and we just need to go work on that real quick and just kind of varies around. And then uh, when it comes to the actual uh, games, every semester we're sent um, a list from the MIAA of uh, the uh, games we are required to broadcast for semester and it's mostly every home game for Jenny's and uh, Mules athletics and so we do all those games and uh, yeah it's just a great experience I, I I love my job so I love getting to work in the sports game and you also you've been doing some play-by-play including uh, you did your first volleyball match the other night it's also- yeah I, yeah I finally got to get back on the air since on TV air since uh, I was with you doing Pirates basketball that's, that's the first one you've done since then that that's the first uh, video broadcast I've been doing radio I just started radio again this year calling uh Crestridge football on Friday nights for uh the uh, radio station here at the college and so that's been going good for me but yeah this is the that was the first video broadcast since pirates basketball days so so what are you going to do with all this experience and we're going to get to your other career here in just a minute but if you stay in this digital media field what what do you see yourself doing i i really would like to just honestly there's i've seen two outlooks and one of them ties in with the other career interest of mine and then uh but I'd really like to do play-by-play. That's always been the dream of mine when it came to my schooling. And uh, that's something I'm really passionate about, still am. And so, and being able to get back into it this semester has been obviously really fun to do. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the other side of your career. You were kind of, when you were in North Central, you were, I don't want to say messing around with it, but you were still formulating your career path in country music and so again and make this a commercial for yourself all of that kind of oh yeah tell us about uh, your music career where's that going so yeah i mean we went from playing off the back of a pickup truck in between the two dorms at a (laughs) because there was only two dorms when i was there one for the men one for the women's but uh yeah nowadays uh it's this last summer was pretty big for me being able to play at the mid-american music festival back up in trenton uh, a lot of uh it was definitely a big moment for my music career just getting open up to uh, a lot of big names like chris jansen cadillac three uh south hall band and so that was always just a big experience i'm um, just kind of finishing up my uh contract with uh um better man records that we just put out a ep just a couple months ago back in the summer and so that's that was something i've been waiting a long time to do and i'm very happy and proud that it's out now are you writing your own stuff yep i'm still writing my own a couple of the songs on the last ep are co-written with uh my uh uh, recording label boss uh preston area he's a great guy and he's always had good interest out for me so I owe him a lot of credit for that EP coming out and so yeah most of the time I just I'm usually the head writer of my own songs I I, I don't know I'm always looking for co-writers though <laughs> well what does it what does a co-writer do for you do they focus on the, the the music itself or the lyrics or a little bit of both personally for me it'd probably be more on the lyric side I I wouldn't call myself a great lyricist by any means but when it comes to 
musicality and just the music side of things. That's really where my heart's been to. And I, I really like getting creative with it all and just creating something just that no one else has ever done before. Are you writing those uh, those tunes for uh, like a, a, just a guitar or are you doing it for an entire band? How does, how does that work? A little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. So most of the time when I start out writing a song, it'll just be uh, a guitar or, uh, or my uh, piano. Those are usually the two main ones I go to when I write. And then uh, from there, uh, we can kind of, once I have an established song, usually it takes a lot of thought and process for that to happen. Uh, that's when I'll start kind of bringing in other band elements into a song. And so that's when it kind of becomes a full piece. Tell us a little bit more about the EP. Is it available now? Can people oh, yeah. load or, or, and what's it called? Uh, yeah, the EP is called uh, Who's the Fool? It's uh, one of the uh, title tracks, probably my favorite title track from the EP is called uh, Who's the Fool? And uh, yeah, it's on all streaming platforms, as is all my music. Uh, app where It's just wherever you get your uh, source of music, whether it be Apple or Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, all that. We've got pages for all of it. And so it's all out there for you to listen to. And it's under your name or? Yep, just under the name Jason or still. Uh, yep. Wow, that's great. Tell me uh, that day in Trenton you were here this summer. Uh, take me through that a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I was saying, you probably have to ask the people around me that day. I don't know if I was saying too much beforehand. Uh, I, I don't know a lot. It, it was one of those things where, um, gosh, how would I put this? I don't know. When you look at your music career, I don't know. When I looked at my music career at the time, I kind of understood how big of a moment this was. And so, you know, it's kind of one of those uh, make or break situations like, you, you know, you, you're standing in front of it. You know, what are you going to do about it? You're going to is it going to be you're going to hide in fear or uh, overcome the fear and uh, just go for it. And so I, I'd like to say I went for it and just go for it. But, yeah, it, kinda, it all happened so fast. That's the one thing that. If I could go back, I would just, I'd try to take it all in some more. And I mean, I took it in a lot on the stage being up there. And uh, it was what, I mean, it was even sad too, because the, the day before on Friday, it poured down rain. A lot of acts got canceled on that Friday night, that headliner, like the headliners on Friday night all got canceled out. So, and we were the first act to go out on Saturday, on Saturday afternoon. So because, and I mean, stormed and trend stormed. If anybody was there, they'd remember it. And so we're just terrified all morning of, you know, no one's going to be out there. It's just going to be a mud patch, kind of like the last day at Woodstock with Hendrix out there. No one was there by that point because it was just a mud pit. <laughs> and, yeah. And then by the time we got out there, the, the sun was out. It was amazing. It was so gorgeous. And there's a lot of people there and a lot more than we expected. And so it was just an incredible day. And it sounds like you're coming back this way toward the end of October. And tell us about yep, that. Uh, the next show booked is on October 28th at the uh, Java Hooch in Trenton, Missouri. It's going to be the Halloween themed. Uh, that's all I'm going to say for right now. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'll put out about that. You know, for the rest of it, you'll have to come out and see. <laughs> what do you like more? Do you like performing live better than recording? or vice Oh, or definitely. Or? Performing live. Just getting to go places and play for people. That's always been what I love doing the most. And uh, I, I don't know. It, 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 I just feel it's something 
there's like a positive energy in the space and time when I'm playing and I just, I, I don't know. It's just something I enjoy doing a lot. Any great live moments? You talked about Trenton and you felt great once you got out in the nice weather. Are, are, is there a moment or two that really stands out that you can remember performing live that you're never going to forget? Um, well, there's probably a lot. Well, there's a couple stories from the Lake of the Ozarks that I don't think I can tell. <laughs> but uh, more serious stories, uh, probably uh, one that really resonates with me a lot is uh, – would have been my last show I played, uh, the last show that my grandfather got to see me play before he passed away. And that would have been in June. It was either June or July of 2020. And uh, that was after I put out my first single, Southern Night. And uh, I was playing at the Vandalia Fair. And this was COVID time, so this was a this was a makeshift different kind of atmosphere for this show a lot of people were just in their cars and trucks still just listening to us under a pavilion tent and you know nobody was really around but they were out there i'll never forget it and uh what i and i was with my original band at that time and uh how we set it up in rehearsals when uh we were gonna play southern night but we were gonna it was gonna be the last song we played of the night just because it was the first time we ever played it live and all that fun stuff. It was, it's probably, it was probably maybe two, three weeks old. And so uh, we said we were going to play it live. So we played our, what quote unquote was going to be the last song acted like we were going to get off state. We were done and kind of stuff. And then we all turned back around and started into it. And uh, it's just a vivid memory I've always had. And I'll never forget the site. And I remember looking at him at that moment and he was, he was very old at the time and weak in health. And uh, he uh, I, he kind of put his arm out and was fist pumping in the air. And so uh, that and then getting to see him after that show, uh, that's definitely a moment in my music career that I look at a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I see you're wearing a, a Nike golf uh, cap. <laughs> and I know you played golf at North Central. You still play? Oh, yeah. Oh, I still try to swing the golf club every once in a while. I don't get to play like I used to in Trenton. Uh, Man, those those days were a lot of fun. I, I I there's a lot of times I wish I could go back and play that yeah. junior college golf all over again. It was a lot of fun doing that, especially yeah. with the group of guys I was given with, uh, Bryson and Trey and Kyle and, and Freddie Martin, my first year here, and Yobe. Uh, just a great experience that I'll never forget being here for. Yeah, you know they tore down the building where our yeah, yeah where so, your golf indoor net was. Yep, that was a lot of a lot of winter practices were in there. <laughs> right, right. Any other memories from North Central? Um, well, I'll, I'll, if you don't have one, I've I've got a couple I'll share with you. But uh, what about your days at North Central? What stands out? Oh man, gosh, there's a lot of good moments. Playing the concert at uh, that night and I, on campus was a lot of fun, and then uh, broadcasting was. Uh, that was probably one of the biggest takeaway I took from North Central was getting to work with you. And then, uh, yeah, we knocked a lot of basketball out together. And then I really didn't get to do a lot of baseball and softball, I remember. But basketball was a lot of fun getting to work all those. And, I mean, we had two killer lineups at the in those years. We had two great squads for men's and women's. And uh, 
something that I always appreciated from you, and I don't know if you ever knew about it, was my sophomore year when I came back, when you offered me the position of uh, calling the uh, women's Pirates basketball for the entire season. That that was kind of the moment in my sports broadcasting career where I was, uh, it was like kind of do or die time, you know, like really how serious do I want to get about this? And that was awesome. They went on to win the regions that year and I got to call that game in Trenton. And it was and when I always, and I love still going back to listen to me, listen and watch those games still to this day. It's something I've always looked back with a lot of good memories with. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to touch on too, is that I think that first year, your freshman year, you were a little reticent to get involved. Mm-hmm. Not sure what you want. Yeah. Cause I remember, I remember it took forever for you and me to meet each other. Yeah. 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 My, and then you, were, you weren't really sure. You didn't, you weren't sure yeah. you wanted to do that. But I think when yeah. you got that chance, your sophomore year, maybe earlier, I don't know, but it really, it kind of set your imagination mm-hmm. uh, on fire. Oh yeah, it definitely did. And so the possibilities were endless after that. And so. Something I've always looked back with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that that has nothing to do with me. That's all you, right? You oh you, yeah, definitely. But you helped me. You showed me the way, boss man. No, I gave you an opportunity. So <laughs> you uh you, you did that yourself. I still got a picture. I remember telling you, you know, we were gonna we were gonna we talked about what we we're gonna wear the night of a game, and I've still got a picture of you really dressed to the nines and the rest of our with the mask on is it the one with the mask and the thumb no, it, it may be but i know that uh i know that you really dressed the part you really got into it and uh, looked oh, yeah. great and the rest of us kind of looked like we normally do <laughs> might as well i mean that was me uh the last game uh, i didn't know what i was gonna go for uh when i was uh going to call my first uh right. volleyball game and so yeah. Went with the uh, long khakis and a polo. Got, you know, semi-dressed up. Can't, couldn't go hit him with the razzle-dazzle yet. For you. Did you get to be on, on camera during the volleyball game? Uh, Probably, I think, a couple back, just a couple in the back frame, back shots and stuff. I've been trying to listen to it. I tried to listen a little bit this morning to it. Okay. All right, let's talk about, let's talk about life goals. Do you have something set up for, you know, that, 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 that uh, famous 10, 20, 30-year plan? Do you have anything like that in mind? Honestly, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure everything out right now. Uh, being in this last year, it's really helped me out with the broadcasting side, kind of really understanding what I want to move on and do when I graduate in the spring. Yeah. But most of the time, I've always tried to be very, I know it really doesn't help with a person my age, but I've always tried to be very laid back and then uh, almost day-to-day atmospheric of life. I just try to stay positive no matter what. I always feel that once you stay positive about something, you know, the your surroundings and your environment will be positive as well. And so I, I try not to worry about a lot almost per se, but looking ahead, I mean, a career in broadcasting would be incredible. And then a career in music would be awesome as well. I know I, know I want to give both a shot for sure. Thanks for joining us today on the Pirate People Podcast, a celebration of the different people connected to North Central Missouri College. And thanks today to former student Jason Orr. I am Rick Cole of Pirates Digital Media. We'll have a new podcast next week. And until then, we say goodbye and go Pirates. Pirates.